and stuff here, or you add that later? Oh, that's like the one technical magic we do have, Rick, is like I will drop in the uh, intro video like uh, after we get nice. these early jokes out. I kind of want to like, tonight's movie has like an evil mirror in it, but I was like, but it's an evil magic mirror. So if I were to ask like Jordan and Dave and our and our friend, we got a panelist tonight, folks, a panelist. It's Rick Ives. He's on loan from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hey, guys. He's a, yeah, he's an editor <laughs> and a visual effects guy. He's been on things like uh, Endgame, Infinity War, Ragnarok. Recently, the Gardens of the Galaxy holiday special. And then we want to go uh, a little bit deeper. Uh, 47 Ronin, which I like. But then Adult Swim's Eagle Heart. So any yes. fans out there? <laughs> like... Eagleheart was early, early. That was a long time. I don't. I think that season, that show only did like two or three seasons, right? Something like that. But so it's, it would have been uh, quite a while ago. Dave, who's in that? Um, Chris Elliott. Yeah, who's like yeah. in the what was that Cabin Boy, right? The Cabin little Boy. Odyssey movie, adaptation they did comedy. That's um, we're going old school, name? like nineties. What's his name? Uh, was on Stranger Things now. Oh, um, he plays the Yuri. He was oh, yeah, yeah, one. yeah. That's right. See, Rick's here to, to kind of keep it moving along. Things that we can't think of. The, we're going to deep dive all over the Just place. Just because now every time I watch Stranger Things, I only see him in that part in, in Eagle Heart. That's like, it. This guy is a buffoon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it seriously. <laughs> uh, real quick, I mean, we're not here to talk about Rick. I mean, it's not that episode. We don't do research, nothing. We're actually here to talk about this movie called Mirror, Mirror. So I'm going to ask them about their magic mirror, magic wishes. But um rick do you remember like your first film job oh man like first how you got into it ever oh i'll tell you what um i was an intern in college i was looking for my first gig and someone brought me on to a place i didn't really know where it was uh to like feel me out see if i was a good fit there for a couple of weeks and the first day i got there and everyone was standing around talking about this movie they'd seen last night because they went to the premiere mm. and I was like, what movie are they talking about? It took a while for me to catch on. It was Avatar number one. And uh, I was that night I had to go watch Avatar in 3D because I was working for James Cameron, his 3D company. And I was there for three years. So we started doing 3D dailies. And right away I was in Hawaii working on Journey to Mysterious Island. And it's been a ride since then, man. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. So to be fair, I liked the original Avatar. I'm kind of tired of Avatar now because it took so long to get Avatar 2. And I'm kind of over it because, I mean, like, I mean, Cameron, he, okay, we got to give him credit. I mean, Aliens, right? Uh, got to give him credit for freaking uh, the Terminator stuff. But he's kind of taking like a back seat with all the Terminator stuff, right? Right. Free show. We talked to Rick about like Johnny stay off the tangents, Jordan. <laughs> but here, we like, uh, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Because now it's like, okay, now we gotta take a minute. Cameron, what are you doing with the Terminator series? Rick, go. <laughs> you know, you know, well, it's too bad that you're tired of Avatar because you're gonna be getting a lot more Avatar the rest five of your more sequels. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Gosh. So get used to it. Wait, does this, Disney own Avatar too? Yeah, that's right. That yeah. Rolled all rolled into the well, it was Fox, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a Fox entity owned by Disney. But there, there's an alien show coming down the pipeline, supposedly. So. Oh, that I've never yeah. heard. But I know you can do Avatar rides and stuff at Disney World, so that's why. Because they have that mm. problem. Dave's already the bought whole, the tickets. The whole Pandora <laughs> theme park. I'm here It's right for on it. the other side of the Death Star wall. You just walk over there, and then you're in Pandora. Whoa, dude, that's really funny to go from one world <laughs> to the other world that, that quickly. Some oh, man. <laughs> Blowing up the galaxy to, like, what? Saving... Conserving water. I don't. I don't know what the sequel is about. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> water resources for everybody in the galaxy. All right. 
Um, we'll just jump right into like uh, our home video headlines. So, well, this this one's kind of related, or it's at least Marvel adjacent. I don't know if you worked on this one, but Werewolf by Night director Michael Giacchino is remaking the 1954 monster movie Them, which is really funny because I always thought Them was an acronym because of the movie trailer and the poster. It says like terror, horror, excitement, mystery. Like if you put it together, it'd be the word Them, right? But this is just a, a giant ant movie. Do you know about this classic movie, Jordan? I do not. Killer Ants. Have you guys seen this movie? Rick, have you seen this movie? I have never seen them, although I do oh, know man. the title. Well, yeah, I would say like tone and style. Like I could see uh, Werewolf by Night like being in, like influenced by a movie like them or like, you know, these classic 1950s atomic monster like horror movies, you know? Uh, I didn't work on Werewolf by Night, although I have some coworkers who did. Uh, if you have Disney Plus, there's a really good behind the scenes doc about how they made that movie. I forget what it's called, but you can find it on there, and you get a real sense of the director and his brother. They're both real into movies. Oh like yeah, you guys. his brother like makes a documentary about him, and they interview the mom and like talk about his history with like musical composition and stuff like that. Yeah, it's cool. super cool. Mm. Yeah. Um. Oh, there's a slasher movie in the 80s, and like it's known for like its notorious gore. It's called The Mutilator. It's getting a sequel now, like 40 years later. But the way they're doing it is like a they're calling it like a meta sequel. So they're gonna have like the people that played some of the characters in the movies going to like a horror movie convention, and then sure enough, the mutilator shows up again and then starts mutilating the cast and crew at the horror convention, which is it actually sounds better than the the premise of the original movie. So I'm kind of looking forward to the mutilator too. As opposed to the mutilator, which kind of just like, listen, if you were like going to grab a movie for the night or whatever, you had like two movies in your hand, you're like, oh, we need like a third slasher type deal. You might grab the mutilator. But, yeah. and then you also probably eat pizza. Okay. The, pizza's, it's, it's like related to movie <laughs> and snacks, but it's not a movie. But it's I want to talk pizza. about pizza just Sorry, because. Pizza's related to everything. As far yeah. As so the first point is like the cost, the average cost of pizza in America. Okay. So like, if you go to Hawaii, like the average price is like 19 bucks. If you go to Nebraska, which is supposed to be like the lowest average, no, it only has two chains, right? National chains. So it's like comparing, this is like an economy report or whatever, comparing. Um, and you know what? What's is really dumb about this article is like, it's kind of clickbait, right? It's talking about pizza, the outrage over pizza prices, but it's really just trying to get you so they can run a credit report and get you to sign up for their credit program or whatever right so it's like, yeah exactly so it's like a credit card thing but the article's good it gets you so it's just Domino's and pizza hut and like their average pizza prices but if you were to say like oh everybody deserves pizza oh you sound like a socialist but if you were to say like no everybody deserves the right to try to get some pizza then you sound like a capitalist and an american again and it's kind of like even in the middle but like i'm obsessed like if i was still in college i would want to do like a whole dissertation on like the cost of pizza <laughs> And who deserves to have pizza? <laughs> like I'm like, oh man, if I could go back, like that would be the that'd be the film to make. Dave would be like this pizza stuff. So what was the average cost? Yeah. What did it say? Well, well, okay. So the national average is like 14 bucks, and the lowest average is Nebraska with 12 dollars, and the highest average was eight was Hawaii, which pivots between 18 dollars and 19 dollars for a basic pie, which is like whatever their cheesing component is. Dude, Little Caesars is five dollars, hot and ready. Yeah. Where else yeah, yeah. You know what? The, this is this is scaring me. This is starting to sound like the fast food wars and demolition, man. This is what this is ground zero. <laughs> <laughs> this we is already know Taco Bell wins. Taco Bell wins. 
right? It's the premium restaurant, which is so funny then, because now they Pizza Hut wins, aren't there? Like, no, no, I mean, like, well, same corporation, right? Because isn't Pizza Hut they might be yeah, on the connected, right? Yeah, but 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 in that movie, have you seen them? I have not. It's got yeah. Sandra Bullock. Go watch it. Okay. Sounds great. I love it already. Yeah. Living up to it right in the headlines. You know. Again, this is like what? Only like the seventh tangent? I think we're up to seven. You got to have counting. three people to keep you in line. So yeah. that's why we got an extra person here tonight. Also, um, Mutilation 2 sounds like a premise of a movie that we would have workshopped right here in the podcast. It kind of lines up, right? Yeah. yeah. Like it'll probably end up on this show. I'm yeah. down to watch it. I'm ready. So. The tickets are bought, right, David? Yeah. Tickets sold. Um, tonight's movie is a... Oh, well. It's a movie. I'm not going to rank it to the mutilator because then I'll give away my rating. Okay, so tonight's movie is called Mirror Mirror. It's from the 90s. We also discussed a little bit pre-show how if you pick the wrong Mirror Mirror, you're like watching a a, a movie with uh, Julia Roberts. It's a completely different movie. Or the 12 other movies that have the same title. This one... Happens to be about an antique mirror that gives uh, a student who's played by Rainbow Harvest, but he she looks like the the daughter in Beetlejuice. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yes. but it's going to give her the black magic power to punish her classmates who uh, who kind of bully her. I, it's like suggested bullying. Not not. She doesn't really get. I mean, maybe I'm spoiling like either the bits of the rating here, but it's like she's not bullied that hard to justify the murder. But we'll get into it a little bit deeper. Uh, Dave, you got some uh, dangerous details about tonight's movie? Uh, yes, I do. Um, but hold so, on, Jordan. You want to warn them? What, what do they have to be? They have to be dangerous. And I was yeah. peeping IMDb before, and I didn't see a lot. Mm. So I'm uh, curious. Well, I get, hey, no. hey, before you do the, the 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 danger, can I show you what I'm drinking tonight in, uh, in yeah, honor of got, our movie? Yeah, what we is got it? Gross Gus's Bloody Nose. Very oh. interesting. What is it? Is it like a vodka drink? Is that like a sangria? This is a soda from Rocket Fizz. Oh, soda. Yeah. Oh, oh, Rocket Fizz. They're like a specialty soda depot or whatever. That is appropriate because bloody noses will come up later, at least for my end. Definitely. Say the name again. I missed the name. Gross Gus. Gross Gus. Bloody Nose. They got a couple flavors. Is it like a cherry soda? You know what? I don't know. I'm about to try it. All right. For the first time. It looks oh, like a pretty gory uh, label on, an, on Rick's soda. Um, tastes like cough syrup, in case Ooh. anyone was wondering. Oh, so it tastes like oh, cherry wine, cherry wine, which talking. is a soda from the South. Mm-hmm. Have you had uh, cherry wine? I haven't. Okay. I, I think it's probably similar, but we'll have to, Dave, Google gross Gus soda. We'll have to see how many gross flavors there are. Maybe <laughs> the there's a box in my uh, PO box. <laughs> um, all right. Alright, yeah. So Tonight's episode is sponsored by Gross Gus Soda. You can go to gross, uh, grosssoda.com forward slash spoiler or binge. Not really. We'll get to some real messages later for more uh, appropriate things like steak. Steak. Yeah. That's another inside joke because I made... Well, I No, I did not make fun of any steak before the show started. Not at all. Love steak. Okay, keep the truck moving, David. Reel me in. <laughs> Uh yeah. All right. So some facts, dangerous facts. Uh, this was the filter fee. Yeah, let's try that again. Feature film debut for music video director Marina Sargenti. Um, she had done a contemporary version music video for Knack the Knife and had done some music videos for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, this movie was originally supposed to be called Black Glass, and you know, 
It was mostly uh, no. We don't know, David. You're telling us. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, so the cast and crew was actually sixty percent female, which was a pretty big deal back in, especially in that time. That's not uncommon now, but then, pretty uncommon. Um, riff tracks made a movie. Uh, uh, did a riff tracks of this in two thousand one. Uh, excuse me, two thousand twenty one. Much sooner. <laughs> um, which is like riff tracks is like the original guys from Mystery Science Mystery Theater. Science Theater. 2000. Which gave me some hope for this movie, but we'll get into that in a bit. Um, <laughs> Should have watched that version. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to, but then I was like, eh, I'm going to save 15 bucks today. Davey uh, here does that a lot. He's like, hey guys, there's a parody version of this movie. I'm like, but it's going to influence your take on it. Like, can't watch a parody version. Yeah, but we kind of needed that for the one that um, our other binger chose ages ago, which uh, Incredible Melting Man, I think. I needed the mystery science. That's a rough movie. They spend a very, the most dramatic scene in the movie is over a uh, cup of Campbell's soup. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Dave. PTSD about that movie. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this movie features B movie queen Karen Black. Um, mm. She actually, I mean, it's kind of unfair to call her just a B queen. <clears throat> she's done big dramas like Five Easy Pieces with Jack Nicholson, which I think oh, yeah. she's actually nominated for an Oscar, if not won an Oscar for that. <laughs> Um, oh, I know John loves that movie. Um, yep. Probably most people know her for Trilogy of Terror, Guilty as Charged. That's probably the first thing I noticed her in, uh, fight, her fighting a little Zuni fetish doll. Uh, she was also in House of a Thousand Corpses. And I mean, she's she's got a huge credit list going back ages. Um, but somehow this movie spawned not one, not two, but three sequels. Uh, the second one starring a very young Mark Ruffalo, in fact. Um, so... Oh, no, maybe we'll get more into that. Uh, some of the titles, uh, secondary titles of these are Raven's Dance, The Voyeur, and Reflection. So, I don't know. And you I know, think they are all on Tubi. So, if you want to go watch them do a marathon, I think you can do it. Billy Drago, who plays, like, villains in movies, is listed as a character in 2 and 4, but the characters' names are different. And same with Mark Ruffalo. Like, I don't know, it was, like, Mears 2, maybe, like, one of his first movies. Probably. But his character's name changes from 2 to 3. But he's listed in both movies. I think I, I saw that it was his film debut. Was this number two? Wow! Whoa, that's good stuff. That's like Brad Pitt being in like what is it called, The Class or something like that? Cutting like Class movie? Or, Jack Black or Jennifer was in, Aniston and oh, sorry, go ahead. Jack Black was in Neverending Story three. Oh yeah, yes. he's the he's the bully. He's the Ooh. reason. No way. He gets his hands on the Neverending Story. Spoiler like alert: 16. he breaks the Neverending Story, and they have to like fix it because he's turning everything bad. It's like polluting the story as part mm. three. And he has a unibrow, so that's how, like, take him seriously. Like, that's how scary he is. If he's got a unibrow, like, bad shit's going to happen. That's how you know. It's that like it's true. like a movie with a scar. Like, when the scar's on the dude's face, like, oh, that's, that guy's evil. You that's know a, what I mean? We got a clear indicator that that's the bad guy. That's <laughs> a real-life rule for me. If she's got bad eyebrows, you do not want to mess with her. Just saying. So That should be a rule for everybody. <laughs> yes. What was yeah. Jennifer Aniston's that you were going to say? Her first oh, leprechaun. leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Oh, leprechaun. Leprechaun. Yeah. Right. I forgot about that. Um, before we go too deep in our favorite bits or like really find out what Rick really thinks about this Mirror Mirror movie, I do want to let you know there's some fresh offers out there that are expiring. So we'll be right back after these matches. We'll be right- I-, I didn't even play the theme song for Rick. Actually, here, I'll play the theme song and then we'll then I'll come back with some ads. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast.
so late on letting people know what show they were listening to. However, that's what re- required editing on our show. You know, like um, my anxiety is a little bit high, Jordan, because like Rick's a real editor. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've tried to like eliminate the need for editing on our show. It's just about this. Then it's about that. But if we get like lost in the weeds about any movie at any given time, then it might require some editing after the fact. I think the better way to go is just have a straight show. No breaks, no cuts. Don't cut anything. <laughs> we did in the beginning. We had so many like uh, hanging airtime and right. like uh, awkward silences when we disagreed about a movie. You know, everyone listens to these at two times speed, anyways. There's no hanging airtime. Two and a half. <laughs> two and a half speed. <laughs> um, well, if you have a problem with speed or you got to get off some other narcotic problems, you can go to zocdoc.com forward slash spoiler and download the zocdoc for free. Get hooked up with a top-rated doctor, peer-rated doctor within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc or ZocDoc.com forward slash spoiler. Um, some other fresh offers that might be expiring. If you're a steak lover, you know people that like steak, you want to give somebody steak. I don't know. It's their birthday. It's their anniversary. You just Or you just like really like red meat. OmahaSteak.com uh, with the code BINGE at checkout, 50% off, plus additional $40 off. Now, if you're a real movie fan, you're a collectible person, whatever, if you want to find some physical media before it disappears completely, you can get a crate box of movies, vinyl records, and more at lovesagainmedia.com forward slash binge. Enter binge for 15% off your movie box. You might find Mark Ruffalo in Mirror Mirror Part 2 and 3 and 4. Maybe they'll all be in the same box that you order. You never know. It's a mystery. It's a mystery box of movies. So go to... uh, lovethegamemedia.com forward slash binge. Enter binge at checkout for 15% off. And I think they put you in a giveaway for like a movie card to use in their bargain bin, which is also a deep dive. But it's like a movie lover's website if you like DVDs. I have seen some of the Marvel movies in there that you worked on. They're there. I'm always looking for more movie lover websites. So Oh, yeah. This is like, uh, yeah, this is like for like, if you want stacks and stacks of movies to show up at your house, <laughs> like this is that's, oh yeah, like or what? I don't know if you like can see here. this, folks at home, but like Dave has a giant shelf behind him that like looks like it's about to collapse from all the no, no, it's, it's, it's good, it's good. It'll right. stay, it'll hold, it'll hold. Now back to the podcast already in progress, which kind of didn't stop I'm trying to follow Rick's suggestion that just keep run, running the whole thing, just keep running. Um, where are we? Jordan? It's the beds. It's my favorite part. Um, okay. I'm going to keep it brief, but some of my favorite bits was uh, Megan's intimate moment with the mirror. I really liked that to kind of kick off the mischief. You mean where she's licking the mirror? Licking the mirror. She's trying to make out blood. with the mirror. Yeah, she's making out with the mirror. Um, but a recent new fear unlocked would be death by steam. So I would say Mm. that would be one of my favorite bits is when the, like, you know, all the piping breaks when, uh, I don't recall her name was in the, um, shower and she, I just wrote down popular bitch. Number one, there you go. Popular bitch. Number one dies of literally steam when her skin is, I mean, I do also to be fair, I'm making fun of the guys too. I got beefcake. Number one, beefcake. Number two. Uh, Karen Black because I forgot how hot, the name of her how character. hot are the water heaters at that school to be able to kill someone that way <laughs> apparently like volcanic temperature hot yeah that so, has to be illegal yeah no I yeah. think your high school can kill you because like I think the walls are still filled with asbestos uh, I think there's still lead in the water fountains <laughs> you know what I mean like I believe it you can get steamed out 
I believe hey, it too. Can I ask you guys a question about 80s high schools real quick since you're talking about that scene right now? Let's do it. Go for um, it. I was a I was an '80s baby. I don't know how how old you guys are, so I wasn't in high school at the time. But were people really doing swim classes at gym in the middle of the day at that time? Did did any of you guys do that in high school? No, no, no. swim class. Um, my high school, middle pool. school, we had to take like a we would have to take a field trip to a uh, a pool with gymnasium. Like our school wasn't fancy enough to have like a. Just trying to think of the logistics here, right? So how long is a class period? Fifty minutes, mm-hmm. and you spend fifteen minutes changing and then 15 minutes at the end and you're just going to swim for like 20 minutes is it really worth it uh i don't know but i do remember awkward gym class changeouts. like there were locker room there's definitely basketball locker room or something yeah you would change your shirt but come on a swimsuit is like a whole thing because now you got to take a shower shower after yeah uh, especially you know that their 80s hair they gotta be real careful Dave is so dangerous he's like i didn't shower i didn't change my shorts i went to fifth period you know what just rocking that shit it was still <laughs> dripping wet from yeah, the pool. Yeah. i did not have that in my school but i would answer yes it would be worth it because i grew up in a desert town and believe me i would have loved to have a swim sesh in the middle of the day all and the you know hassle i would have done it all, it would have been all guys because their class is all don't girls, care it's, it's hot okay. in the desert just sure. <laughs> just jump in guys come on it's cool off <laughs> there's a lot Road of time. carrots in that stew so yeah i don't know that's my favorite I make a beef stew jordan well well okay dave are you next or what's your favorite bit um i, I had a no couple... now she's just thinking about pool time you got her totally <laughs> off track i know he's like <laughs> la 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 <laughs> um i had a couple favorite bits um the there's a promise of a movie I did not get. I thought this was going to be a bit goofier than it was. Like the the scene, her introduction into the class is just ridiculous and stupid at the same time. Um, she just fought like what tripped her? Nothing. To, did did I miss a shot or something where somebody tripped her or is she just that clumsy? Falls over and they're in high school. Like I get it. Like, oh, we got hormones and shit. But like nobody goes that laughs that hard at somebody falling at that age. At least I don't think so. Um it just felt like it promised a goofier movie that I didn't get. Um, and then later on the speaking of bloody noses, uh, the girl that got, that had one of the worst bloody noses, I actually went back. Like for some reason in my mind, I thought it was way worse than it was. I went back and rewatched that scene and it wasn't quite as bad, but like, I don't know, man, there's something about that, like struck a chord to me. Like, Ugh. just, it just felt like it gushed and gushed and gushed and didn't stop. So this is some bits. Going to you, Johnny, or are we uh, we're giving our guests a spotlight now? Panelist, let's do it. Yeah, we'll go to the go panel. What's All right, uh, yeah, we'll go to, to Rick, choose. and then we'll go to me. Yeah, dead bleeding dog on the counter is definitely mm-hmm. in the running. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Just the it's kitchen counter, seat. like really, you're gonna set that right here, uh, dude? Did you guys? We, Steven Toblowski's in this movie. Yes, yes. yeah. Steve Anderson's in this movie. But again, yeah. how bad did they? It's not like they did like the whole Carrie scenario where they convinced her that the boyfriend was in love with her and dumped like pig's blood on her head at the prom. That's where I thought it was like, going. Like this me is too. I thought it was going to be like a, a cheap shell of that movie. But like, I mean, they killed the teacher because he asked her to complete the test. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's a good character actor? Thanks for bringing it up. Nobody had uh, dropped his name yet. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, uh, did a good job. I legitimately started to care about the two girls' relationship, Megan mm. and Nikki. They seem to be like really good friends, um, which I thought was interesting. Uh, I'm going with my favorite part of the movie was the um, 
the campaign video. Do you remember that? Right in the middle, the girl she's running against. They show um, where campaign. popular bitch number one has like a fully produced marketing video because her yes. dad works at like some marketing agency. It was yeah. it was hilarious. You guys got to okay. go back and watch that. I They're like to... filming her from below, and then all these guys are like staring up at her with big old eyes, hmm. and uh, they got a bunch of innuendo going on in that saying vote for me because she can uh, excel the student body and all this stuff. I thought it was hilarious. Well, it's funny. Cause like I would buy more the, the you have to take a, a swimming class in school. than um, when they went to the gym class, it was like, you just reminded me like they had like uniforms, right? Like Ivy league, private high school uniforms, yeah. but it was clearly everything else was a public school. Right. Um, I had uniforms in public school. Oh really? Change it to like a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. T-shirt. So oh, specific t-shirt yeah your gym shirt so that i bought okay sorry i can't relate so i don't i'm just wrapping my head around like (laughs) that one i mean that one scene looked like they were like a you know you have to wear the i guess is what you're saying jordan you would have to wear a special suit during gym class or something yeah yeah all right that makes sense and now that's why you love those leopard suits because you're just like trained mentally trained to put on these the like the uh, leisure suits. It's the ease. Exercise. I don't have to pick anything out. Let's oh. go. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Johnny, what's yours? Well, I mean, this movie kind of requires like a list. I did this a couple episodes ago. I don't remember what movie it was where I just like unfold something out of my pocket and then like drop it on them. Okay. First of all, in the beginning of the movie, like they're going through a stack of evil books that I guess like possess the twin daughters and then possess them or help possess the mirror or something, and it's just labeled like scientific occultism and i was like is this a real book like how can the occult be scientific so then i was like okay what's the definition of science here it is folks the systemic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation experimentation and the testing of theories against the evidence obtained then i looked up what's the archaic definition knowledge of any kind then i'm like oh what's occultism supernatural mystical or magical beliefs practices or phenomenon or medicine I was like, oh, dang it. So, like, practices and phenomenon kind of, like, flow into the archaic knowledge of any kind. And if occultism deals with medicine, medicine relates to science. So, I was like, yeah, I thought it was an oxymoron, like, to call occult scientific. But the book's not real. Or if it was real, it's not real anymore. Like, there's other books called, like, oh, The Science of Occultism by Dr. Brad or, like, Steve, expert MD, but there's no like specific that book, whatever, like you can't find it. I thought like, oh, it'd be cool if there's like a real scary book they used, but no. Um then 17 minutes in, this ties into what Rick said. 17, 20 minutes. They ruined the kit a perfectly good kitchen island with the dead dog. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. so I was like, oh man, you can't cook in that kitchen for that at real- least two weeks after this. I yeah, mean, exactly. Like waited to devalue real estate in Southern California. All right. Um but there's a cardinal sin committed in this movie. Well, maybe maybe two. Like, there's no deaths within 10 minutes, which is like a classic horror movie rule. Like, somebody's got to be taken out within 10 minutes or the audience is, is like, going to tune out. And that's what happens in this movie. You go, like, 19 minutes, 20 minutes. You're starting to, like, not pay attention. And then they kill somebody with a steam shower. You, you know what I mean? So, like, right when it's about to, to ellipse and you're not going to care anymore, then something happens. And then... Like a personal faux pas of mine is like I can't do animals or children like in horror movies. Like if you kill animals or children, like I'm kind of like kind of write you off. Like I, like I can't handle it. So I mean, they killed two dogs. I don't know if they were poodles or mixed or like what they were. 
Um, barriers. Yeah. yeah. But like one of them pees on the mirror and then we just imagine it's gone because then it's the one that shows up later in the kitchen. Oh, this, but one of my favorite bits is the decomposing daddy. The ghost of our dead dad shows up at 22 minutes and 39 seconds. And I was like, okay, again, I'm about to not care about this movie. Nothing good is happening. And then like, that's a ridiculously looking zombie dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like now, now I'm back in. Thanks for sucking me back in, Mirror Mirror 1990. And then uh, there's a character actor. I, I didn't, I forgot to write his name down, but he pops up in like Daryl Daryl and the other Daryl. He goes back to like TV. He's in like. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of his name. Um, he was the but guy he, uh, ponytail. Yeah. So <laughs> he has a, the way he says he jumps back from the table because there's like maggots on his chicken wings. Because there's like this whole sequence, which is kind of like Amityville, right? Like they have a bunch of flies on the mirror at one point in this movie, which is like right out of Amityville. But he goes, he leaps up and he goes, oh, I must be having flashbacks again. Of course, because I was in Nam. I'm like, the way they dropped the exposition, I was like, that's the best line in the whole movie, you know? Hey, can so, I ask you, what was the point of him in this movie at all? Um, Just to upset the daughter that the mom had a boyfriend after the dad died so recently. Man, like, it was three months, and I was like, this feels a little soon. It's just movie. an excuse to kill the mom in the garbage disposal. That's literally all it is. It's just like literally moving a plot device, pull, putting one rock onto a pile of the other rocks. You know what I mean? Like... That's all it is. An excuse to have to kill Karen Black's character. I mean, he's like the owner of a pet cemetery, like <clears throat> and she's mm. trying to pursue She's immediately that, like, attracted to him, like right yeah, away. She's like, oh hello. I'm like, uh He just shows up in bed behind her, and I was like, wait a yeah. second. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They're knocking boots. The other thing is like, I don't know if anybody noticed that Karen Black's hair changes like a couple times a during the movie. She has like her natural hair, then she's wearing a blonde wig, and I was like, is that part of her nervous breakdown having lost her husband? And then have moved here from like a bigger city with like better accommodations into this old house with a possessed mirror. I but, just thought um, that was her whole shtick. Like she just had a ton of wigs. Every ton day. of wigs. Okay. It's well, 1990, man. It was a different time. Did yeah. you guys catch when the movie like acknowledged it itself as a horror movie? Like one of the characters turns to the other character and says like, oh, do you feel like a main character in a horror movie? <laughs> I missed that one. Yeah, uh, I, wrote, I wrote that that's down. That's a smarter <laughs> like, line for this movie. It's like, <laughs> yeah. That was somebody well, really proud of themselves. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, I just thought like reflexivity, like maybe there's some intelligence behind the movie after all. But um, so the furry demon hands pull beefcake number two into the mirror at like 59 minutes. That's my other favorite bit. My final favorite bit is like when we finally see the demon, it's like almost at the end of the movie. It looks like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. It's like a Sasquatch. It's like a Bigfoot comes out of the mirror. And I'm like, oh, man. Like what are they setting us up for? <laughs> like, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like you gotta a watch the sequel. <laughs> oh, did it have a Bigfoot demon? Anybody know? Nah. So nobody's gonna watch part two. I take it. Uh, okay, so I have this confession to make, guys. I've done something terrible. Hmm. I, I watched all the Mirror Mirror movies this week. <laughs> watched all four. Oh deep man, us. you went deep. Yes. Can I give you a brief rundown of these? Hell yeah. Okay. William Sanderson, he's the ponytail guy. He's in part two, different role. Uh, then you got Mark Ruffalo showing up. Mark Ruffalo is also in part three, different yeah. role. Different characters. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, that one's got Drago in it, right? Is that his name? Billy yeah, Drago. Billy Drago. He's like Billy Drago also old. in part four, different role. So wow. that's kind of like the, so the weird. one thing that's tying this all together. None of this adds up at all. 
Except they have a mirror. Each movie except, has a mirror. That's except it, huh? that it's a mirror. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's a haunted mirror. Sometimes it's a demon. Sometimes it's like just giving people powers. Sometimes they, it sucks people in. Man, it makes no sense. And there's no, no timeline. Um, okay, so listen. Part two may have been a little scarier, actually, than part one. But mm-hmm. it is a, a worse movie. Obviously, they're like way low budget. Ridiculously long dance sequences. Hmm. Uh, there's more mirror licking. I know you're you're looking you're looking for that stuff. Uh, the movie poster for Mirror Mirror is in Mirror Mirror Two as a prop. Whoa! Like so that ties back into the first movie, like recognizing that it's a movie. It's nuts. I was like, is that? Hold on, I got to look this up. Yeah, that's the movie poster I saw on IMDb. Wow. Okay, part three is like off a cliff in quality, guys. It's barely a movie. I would avoid this at all costs. Um, this is the movie Mark Ruffalo wishes was not out there. <laughs> I'm telling you. This is the one. Yeah. he's. This is the one that he hopes nobody ever sees. Uh, Dang. Now I want to go to a party and be like, hey, Mark, I saw you in this movie. What was it called? Really great stuff, it's man. It's all kinds of bad. Let's uh, talk about your method in Mirror Mirror 3. <laughs> part 4, I persevered through. Uh, it's better than Part 3, but also bad. It's like a kid's college age are stuck in like a event haunted house type place you know not like a real haunted house but like a hey this is a haunted house on halloween come through except there's a snowstorm so they get trapped in there with the mirror naturally naturally and i couldn't even tell you what the plot is like the snowstorm traps them and there's an evil mirror is that is that right People start disappearing or something, and I honestly, truthfully, at the end of each of these movies, I'm more confused. Especially in one, two, three, four, I don't understand what happens in the last scene. What does it even mean? Right, like they go back in time in this one. The first first, one. Oh, oh, they were inside the mirror for about ten minutes, ten or fifteen minutes. They were actually in the mirror. No, but she goes back in time to the first scene, and like oh yeah, 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 yeah. So this is the this is like the deal breaker scene. This is where like. The movie is set in establishing a, a series of rules, and then it changes the rules in the very same movie, which I don't know if it's allowed. So they were the sisters the whole time, but there's no way they didn't really make do a good job of explaining that. Yeah. I was so lost. And in the same way that that was confusing, I was also confused at each ending of the other movies. <laughs> like, wh- what? <laughs> I honestly think this was a money laundering scheme, guys. For the <laughs> Like, why are they still making these? And it was the year 2000 was the last one. So it wasn't even like that long ago, I guess. Oh, wow. That was 20 years ago. Not to go on a tangent about anything the Canyon Group produced from 1980 to 1993. That might have been a money laundering thing, too. (laughs) All those action movies and fantasy movies and all those uh, straight-to-video hits. Uh, Although, can we talk for a moment, just a brief moment about her hair? Now, this was a standard, old-school, not even a cleaned-up copy, and I watched half of this movie trying to decipher did she have her head shaved or was it blonde on the side was, did anybody else have that problem i ultimately figured out it was blonde but it freaked i couldn't yeah it was it like forever. madonna bleach yeah uh, okay it looked like some angles because it's a standard definition transfer it looked like uh it was shaved and then i finally yeah. figured out oh it's blonde until the saucy mirror scene and then it was all down but unfortunately like rainbow Heart doesn't transition into being like a star like uh Renano writer. Like this is pretty much the It's Lydia Dietz basically. Like you said earlier, it's Beetle character from Beetlejuice. Yeah. So I think, <laughs> or I, boy think I know you guys are gonna rate this monkey. Uh on our show we say binge now, binge later, binge never. We'll do the rotation. We'll go Jordan, Dave, Rick, and then 
land on me. Here we go. It was a binge later for me. Not a complete waste of time, but it did feel a little familiar, which was then confirmed by IMDb. It felt a lot like Carrie and Heathers, and I love mm. Heathers so much. So I don't know, just another like high school, you know, something goes bad with either a demon or, you know, just murder in general. So, but still had a good time. What about you, Dave? Uh, binge never. I hated it. I watched this movie one and a half times, not because I enjoyed it, but because I kept falling asleep on a Sunday afternoon. This movie sucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 and I really wanted to like it. Like I saw, you know, like I saw Riff Tracks did it. Like, oh, it's going to be goofy fun. It, like Karen Black's a great actress. I, I was actually looking forward to it and it did not live up to any expectation I held. So uh, I'm sorry. I, the fact that you persevered and watched three more just like shows either you're committed or you're crazy. And I don't know which I'm going to choose committed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but what did you think? What, what's your I was also getting uh, nightmare on, on Elm street vibes, right? It's kind of the same thing, like stuck in a house at the end and trying to get out. Uh, but it just wasn't there. I would say binge never for the whole series. for this one. <laughs> wow. This one damns the sequels. too. <laughs> <laughs> This one is the best. Of the, this one is easily the best of the four, and so you have mm. no, you have like no hope. Uh, but how do they make three other movies? That's what's crazy. It's like I was shocked to see would, that. Well, it, I watched it on Tubi, like you guys probably. And as soon as yeah. the first one ended, it immediately started number two, and I went. It just queued it up. <laughs> Wait a sec. What did I just get into? You were uh, stuck in the mirror, apparently. Well, what, is your, what is your phone suggesting to you now that you watched the mirror movies? I mean, you're gonna get all kinds of suggestions now. Um, you would be better off going to watch Oculus instead of this. It's like yeah. the mirror, mirror movie that this wanted to be. Yeah, basically. When I heard the premise of this, is like, wait, Oculus? But obviously, Oculus can claim to rip off this if it wanted to. But right, I don't know that's what I would. first thought when it started. I was like, wait, is this? A, did Oculus rip this off? No, no, it didn't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> to be fair sometimes you can get an entertaining podcast out of like uh awful movies oh so um, oh, totally yeah, but course, i was yeah. like i was like oh no about halfway through the movie i'm like oh they're gonna give me a lot of shit for this one <laughs> and, and i was like oh rick should have been on on last week when we were talking about quick change <laughs> like here we go you know what it was entertaining to watch but i just don't i think there's better stuff out there you can spend your time on Mm, you can't how what's the average length of each movie is like 90 minutes i think they were all right at 90 yeah oh man so you got like 300 minutes you can't get your life See? back from yeah, you know what it was you fun like, though, what, so for you guys because i love you john what'd you read it um well rick just said he loves us so i gotta take a second process the fact that he likes the show <laughs> and tell all his friends and all his marvel people that they like the show um it's a it's a bl because it's a binge later because it's not totally it's very hard, even though it broke some of my cardinal rules of horror movies. Like it's not it's not the worst thing I've seen by far. No. And we've we've all kind of established like three or four episodes ago that maybe I've been liking bad movies this entire time, my whole life. Who the hell knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, so like maybe I'm like my radar isn't exactly tuned correctly, but uh or whatever. Antanas naturally attract me to movies like Mirror Mirror. So there was this thing called video stores, kids, where you could walk in, you would rent videos, and you'd be like, you know, tonight, going to get that pizza, going to have hang out with my uh, person who likes to lick mirrors, we're going to lick some mirrors, watch a movie about mirror licking, maybe have some drinks from Gross Gus, and then, like, sit down with a stack of movies, 
And if that were true, spend six dollars on one night rental. Yeah. <laughs> or well, if you got a blockbuster favorite mixed in, you might get one for free. So, <laughs> let's say you got three movies, you know, like or you got two, and you got to get the third movie, and you're looking at it like, okay, I got a horror movie about a guy that's gonna call the mutilator, and I got this other movie. Like, I need one more. And oh, mirror, mirror, cool. Throw it in the stack. Let's go watch it. So, having watched it with these movies, it's not gonna. Like, it's a BL. That's all I can say. I, I can't get any more. Um, I can't defend it, but I can't. I'll, I can't knock it either. It's like it's kind of like lukewarm. It's a binge later. Would you have rewound this movie before you took it back, or you're like, nope, I'm turning it in at the end of the tape? Uh, I used to love the weight of a VHS tape, so yeah, I always rewound them because I like to watch it spin and, and listen to the noise a little thing makes. <laughs> but. But I do prefer on demanding everything. If I could get like an unlimited library of movies that exist, like when they just pop into your head, like, oh, I want to watch such and such, and you just pull it out of thin air, like, and it's just not enough time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like until we can really just plug ourselves in, right? Just like stick the thing in our brains where we're just like constantly downloading movies at like nanosecond speed. Um, you're right. You really have to be selective. Um, so thanks for going on the mirror mirror ride with us. Because <laughs> you know, like, again, you devoted some time to it. Um, staff picks. We recommend other movies we watched besides the movie of the week. We sat down and Rick made a movie. It's called Solid Rock Trust. So we'll talk some general comments. I told him, uh, uh, you know, here's behind the scenes, folks, that I didn't want to do the whole full like Johnny spoiler take on it because there's some curveballs in the movie and I don't want to ruin the curveballs. So I can't like, I can't fully dissect it. I can't go deep on the movie or I'll accidentally give away something that I think might be important to your viewers. So, you know what I mean? I'll just say like some general things, but we'll do our, our round table again on, on Rick's movie. Yeah. Appreciate you guys watching it though. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. On Tubi as well. I was talking about like, where is it? It's not, it is on Tubi. So all these people who just watched mirror, mirror or mirror, mirror two or mirror, mirror three or mirror, mirror four. I know you can get, if you need a palate cleanser, you can rock rock trust. You can Ah. clean your palate with Rick's movie. Maybe somehow this will sync up with the Tubi algorithm and somebody out there is going to watch Mirror Mirror. And it's you know what, going though? into Mirror Mirror 2. Let's spoil a couple things about Rick's movie. It has broken glass and blood as well. Yes, so it they, does. There you go. So if your whole thing is the mirror, there's no licking, though, Jordan. But if your whole thing is glass, glass is included. It's a heist movie, though. So if you're in heist mode, you're like, I just I got to binge these. I got to get this heist stuff. Then, yeah, it's actually it's on Tubi. I'll, I'll, wait, I'll hold my I'll hold my staff pick comment. Go ahead, Jordan. You can take. Over. What am I taking over? I, Which movie? I, I yeah no I I was clinging to it the whole time, and the end really got me. I am such an emotional person; I can cry at like any sort of advertisement. And so, <laughs> that's just great. The fact that money was well, we deposited into the special account had me just sold at the end. So uh, that's a spoiler yeah. right there. I was like. That's pretty general. That's pretty general. Is that general? I did, because I didn't go into specific details about (laughs) who and what, and so just wanted to leave it at that and had me. But money's changing hands. It's a heist movie. Money's changing hands. Exactly. So love a good heist. It satiated the heist fix for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, You guys are heist professionals after last week, right? So, Oh, yeah, totally. Um, Maybe I could tell people real quick. It's like a bank heist, but it's in a single room. And the twist is we're not in a bank. 
the bank somewhere else and it's like a one woman show. So she does a bunch of accents and she has, well, that's where the quote comes in. Very interesting concept, Rick. (laughs) The way they handle the heist is pretty different from other heist movies. Yeah. That's what I was trying to do. Like, man, I've different take on it. I've never seen a heist movie like this. So I'm going to take everything that goes into a heist movie and still put it in, but we're going to try to do it in a way. Maybe no one's ever seen before. So right. that was the goal, at least. And, and that was re- that was Dave's favorite bit. So now Dave doesn't even have to bring it up. <laughs> well, I mean, in a way, I mean, uh, you mentioned one woman show. Um, and I will say I read the log line and um, it ga- you, you presented. And I mean, this is a compliment. I got a much different movie than what the the one sentence thing told me. Um, the Speaking of the one woman show, um, without getting too much into it, um, it felt very parts of it felt very reminiscent of, you know, good uh, one person movies you know i don't know i don't know what category you call it, you know things yeah, yeah. like buried or lock or um, i'm trying i'm struggling to think of other ones but uh, yeah that's totally you know where you're, you're just stuck with one character and they have to pull off a great performance and i think she stuck the landing yeah so. great i agree with you she was amazing that's her name's coco marshall you should keep an eye out for that girl definitely well that's what before i push play i was like how marvel this is this gonna you know what i mean i was like <laughs> Is Rick's editing style and directing <laughs> style going to be like Marvelness, or is it going to be like you know Rickness? Was yeah, you like- know the thing. If love it or hate it for what Marvel is, uh, the thing that I think they do really nail is a mix of genres. So they'll have like mm. some drama, but not too serious, and some stakes, but you know we're going to go home at the end of the day and not be too worried. And they'll mix in jokes, and they'll mix in some family relationships, and they'll mix in you know all these different things, and it's sort of a mixed bag of a little bit of everything. And that's what I definitely tried to do in this was, you know, there's some laughs and there's some drama and there's some scares and some tears, apparently thanks to Jordan. Yes. Yeah. Well, you also <laughs> use the, you make the scenery suspenseful too, man, with the, with your actual camera angles and your editing decisions. Yeah. Like you make the scenery like, dang, like that's a very thrilling utility shelf. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. this, the, the the angles that you picked and like the stuff, the way you cut it, like there's definitely something there for sure. So believe it or not, that location was 99% as is. We just walked into it and shot there for the home. Well, that's a lucky find. As a director, you're probably like, oh man. Yeah, right we, we found a real estate agent who just took us around to places on sale. Yeah. And we walked in and we're like, hey, this place is empty. Can we just use this? And they gave it to us for three weeks and we hardly did anything to it other than bring a desk in. That's a dangerous so, detail, right? So you there. brought so principal photography awesome. under like under four weeks? Oh, we shot in eleven days. Wow. Holy crap. I know. That's it's crazy. Kind of cheating, you know, because it's one location, very few actors and stuff. So we got got through it real quick. It was fun though. What else you want to know? Um Johnny, what'd you think? Yeah, thumbs up, thumbs yeah, down. Yeah, you haven't given your opinion. <laughs> No, I want people to watch it, but that's why like, that's why I was saying like, where should they discover it? And I think like maybe Tubi. Oh yeah, I think you should. I mean, check it out on Tubi. It's free there. It's a rental on Amazon, and you can find it on. Well, did you get like an overall deal, or did, it, did you, like your distribution partner just like kick it to like ten or eleven channels, like all all? Yeah, once? Indie Rights, our distributor, uh, will put it everywhere. I mean, it's going to be up on even more platforms soon, um, but they take care of all of that. Nice. Luckily, I don't have to do any of that work. Do you have a follow up already? You know what? I have scripts written from $10,000 budget to $2 million budget. So I got to figure out what we want to do next. Would you use your <laughs> magic mirror wish on one of your movies? Um, you know what? We never talked about our magic mirror wishes. Yeah, I'm trying to bring it back in. It was my fault. I got tangent. It was, mo- it was a Terminator thing. I started thinking about Terminator movies. 
Can we still do that? Yeah, we can do it I now because I was like, they were gonna. Yeah, we'll do wishes. Yeah. I magic mirror wish myself into sales mode every single day. So mm. I'm just oh, talking in it. and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> so uh, it's a hard job, but it's fulfilling most days. What about you, Dave? What's your magic mirror wish? My magic mirror wish. Um, I don't know to have an endless bank account. I, I don't need to be super rich. Just like, you know, just comfortable. <laughs> just pad my bank account. Well, then why don't you just Star Trek it? Everybody Star just Trek. wakes up and does whatever they want to do. And like your food pops out of like a less, I don't know, atomic synthesizer or whatever, whatever they call the food replicator or whatever. Yeah, but if you have cash, then you can go to other places and experience things, whereas you have to be in your central home. No, but in Star Trek, you're dating aliens and cash doesn't matter. You're just like doing things. Like because you love them. Let's start. I'll, I'll take your word. You're more of a truckie than I am. Because <laughs> an endless bank account. That's not how you. That's not how you build assets, David. <laughs> like you don't want. You actually don't want an endless bank account. Trust me. You <laughs> like you don't. No, want okay, it. not an endless bank account, but just like okay, you know what? The magic ATM card where net, I can just swipe it for any purchase. And I'm that's better luck tomorrow, where they have like the fake credit cards. Have you seen that movie, Rick? Better Which, luck tomorrow about like the kids in Southern California and they're like doing credit card machines. And what year was that? Ooh, two thousand, like maybe like two thousand. No, I guess not. I'm thinking of something else from the eighties. No, it's Justin like Lin. It was like his first movie. He yeah, actually was... did one of the Star Treks, so. though. Okay, recently mm-hmm. did like five Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Tokyo Drift, which is like the best one. I think that's the best. What? No, I, I would go. With, I would go with Fast uh, Five. Five. Yeah, gotta <laughs> be Fast Five. Same Z's. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna use a wish that they just agree with me about Tokyo Drift. <laughs> one actually. Everybody knows you wish for more wishes. That's like number one. You gotta, you gotta yeah, but if trick it's the, the Aladdin mirror. Rules, you can't do that. Although Aladdin rules, like Disney Aladdin, like Robin it Williams. It seems to be like King. Mirror Mirror didn't have a limited number. There of rules was no anyways. limit. I agree. Going. Yeah, like the mirror wanted you to kill as many people who didn't deserve to die as possible. Like until you get you sucked mean? back in time. Yeah. Oh yeah, until you get stuck in the mirror and sucked back in time. I, yeah, I guess it's gonna come back on you eventually, which. I guess that's a consequence. Always consequences, David. Always look for the consequences. So you wish for more wishes. Then I was like a wish business where you're like, you're getting commission on giving away the wishes. Okay. That's number two. That was Wonder Woman you're, number two, right? You're bartering. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to barter <laughs> with the wishes. Yeah. And hopefully not get turned into a, like a, what was she like? A cheetah woman or a leopard woman or something? Yeah. 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 Don't get turned she into like, some monster. She wanted to be a, she wanted to be a, an, an A predator, right? Alpha. Oh, apex predator or something, something like that. Yeah. Um, and the third one is you got to wish for wish for a unicorn. Yeah, but actually, of course, why not? Exactly, but instead of like the horse, like we saw in Legends with Tom Cruise, and is it Mia Savari? What's the girl's name? Mia, Mia Sarah. Yeah, Mia Sarah. Okay, so. The historically accurate one. Have you guys seen the one that's related to the rhinoceros, but it has like a bigger horn and it's it's like big furry creature like uh the labyrinth. Rick, have you seen the labyrinth? Yes. And they got that big giant like mammoth monster thing with the horns. I do so, oh the Minotaur. Pluto. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, so like some museum has like a fake version of this thing that supposedly lived like what three hundred thousand years ago or something. It looked like a rhino, but it's covered in completely covered in fur. Has a face like that guy in the labyrinth, but then this giant massive horn, horn. Yeah, coming out I of its do forehead. Know what you're talking about now. So actually. I'm like, that's a unicorn that needs to be walking around. And maybe that's one of the things Rick can't tell us is Marvel's going to drop a, a unicorn monster show on us. If, <laughs> if they were, I still wouldn't tell you. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, what's the NDA like? Like they scan your retinas, they got your um, DNA on file. 
they go into some of those jokes. This is kind of a spoiler on uh, the end of She-Hulk, and it's not unlike that. If you've seen wow. that, it's all yeah, stacked, yeah. and we do it every time we start a new project. My, so, like, I do have a criticism for She-Hulk because, like, I wanted a Hulk, Hulk on Hulk fight, and right. they made a joke where they broke the fourth wall. Kevin Feige's or they knew you Cyborg, wanted that. Whatever, yeah, like they really like so they like moved away from that. But anyway, I really wanted like. It's okay that the whole thing's like a comedy courtroom joke, but then like I wanted one real monster fight. And I guess like the the biggest fight they gave us was like the Daredevil cameo, right? Where right, right, right. They yeah. fought one of the bad guys in like episode five or whatever. Um so that's basically that's how it goes. Uh we already mentioned that we almost had Rick on a previous episode. Oh, so real quick, what's your opinion on quick change? And maybe some other heist movies that you like. Oh, man. I'm glad you asked. Um, but I'm a little embarrassed to say I had never even heard of Quick Change before. Which is wild because I love Bill Murray 1990s. Hmm. And I did watch it this week. And it was hilarious. That is a binge now. Not like Mirror Mirror. Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah, I loved it. Um, in the film that I just did, I tried to make as many references as I could to heist movies. So you'll find stuff in there from Heat and from... Reservoir Dogs and from uh, Inside Man, all that stuff. And I wish I had watched Quick Change before because I would have worked <laughs> another one in there. <laughs> nice. Um, I support all those movies. There's actually like another Quick Change, but it's not like... Uh... Dang it. I brought it up in the episode, but now I can't think of the name of the movie. It has, it has a different name, but it's based on the same stuff. But it's like, it's so serious. Like, it's so... It's more dark, but he's also a clown because that's what the book says. But it's like not. It doesn't have um, like. You're not talking undertone. about Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, that's a really. Yeah. But the thing is, like, that's like a based on something more like or really less happened, true story. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's a great movie. But then it's like yeah. then you feel guilty a little bit. Like I love this movie so much, and it's like one of my favorite bank robbery movies. But then I'm like, oh, but people in real life it happened and they died. But it's a but it's a great movie. And if you want to, and it goes back to like when we were talking about Al Pacino the other week on another episode where like you got to give him a reason to yell. He's always yelling, but like whatever his motivations to yell. Dog the afternoon, he has an appropriate reason to yell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like one of the few times, yeah, you should be yelling, guy. But in other movies, maybe not. You know, uh, you ever see him in the Adam Sandler movie Jack and Jill? I have seen Jack and Jill. I'm trying to remember if he had. So a the best part is like one. they wanted to do a Dunkachino drink and because his name is al pacino they want him to do like a singing gag and so if you watch the whole movie through the credits like how marvel loves the post-credit scenes you'll have like a post-credit uh dunkachino like music video with al pacino singing about it and then when he sees it he's like you need to burn this turns to adam sandler he's like you need to burn all copies of this video or whatever you know like he doesn't like the the hmm. dunkachino as it turns out but that's funny anyway. sounds like worth youtubing that one clip <laughs> Yeah, it clips on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I saw it recently. It's there. Um, you ever seen Nikita? Also called La Femme Nikita? That's what we're talking about next week. That I remember being a TV show. Yeah, it is a TV show movie, as well, right? yeah. Um, with Michelle O, I think, is in the TV show. They made like two or three TV Well, there's a Bridget shows. There's a Bridget Fonda remake as well. Called, well, that's uh, Point of No Return, Return, but there's been like two TV shows at least. Yeah, I remember a TV show late 90s, was yeah. it? Yeah. Because I think there was a La Femme Nikita show, and then years later, there's just Nikita. I think that's uh, okay. the one you were talking about, John the Michelle Yeo or whoever. Yeah, yeah. That is. yeah. 
So what's one of your favorite projects that you worked on with Marvel? Like, is there a standout among um, your experience? I really loved Endgame Infinity War, that whole thing. They shot that back to back. It was a year out of my life shooting that movie. Oof. And then just so many big secrets and stuff. And when it finally came out in theaters, it was like a weight off my shoulders that I didn't have to hold these secrets close to me anymore. <laughs> okay. Now start to drop another Marvel spoiler and I'll play off the end song. And then so, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I could tell you, uh, let's see. Um, Ironheart, we know, is going to be a show. And the big. John, you had a Marvel guy on your show. You asked him to give you a Marvel spoiler. It'll push your it'll push your show to number one, and then you protected Marvel. Went to black. What happened, dude? <laughs> That's like a start rolling in. <laughs> Angry fan emails. Those go to Dave or uh, Jordan's cat. Yeah, they go to Frank at bwpodcast.com. So that was great, guys. Thank you so much. I didn't get to say what my wish was going to be, but my wish was to be here with you. And it was so, we got it anyways. Maybe I have a mirror, mirror I look into every day. Dang, Rick is going for the heartstrings. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seriously glad you guys. I need to like, oh. I'm seriously glad you guys uh, all watched my movie and liked it. Thank you so much. Now I want to know what he was going to say about Ironheart. Damn it. That's what I hold (laughs) on to a bit for. (laughs) Ha ha. I wouldn't ever tell you anything. It's more fun. It's more fun to just keep it and then let people discover it. Do the fan theories drive you nuts? Do you ever read like all the theories oh, as like the show's I, like I, halfway done? No, I love it. I do, yeah. I do it all the time. I love it. It's hilarious to be like, oh, that person's way off, way off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> might be onto something there. That was a little too close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jordan, I didn't find out. Where do you live? I live in Colorado. Oh, so, okay. You guys yeah. are spread all over the country. We are. Cool. Yeah. And what do you do so, for work? I'm in marketing. So oh, that's right. He said that right when you jumped on. Yep. I'm in. Uh, I'm on the sales side, so mm-hmm. I don't actually do active marketing for campaigns or anything. So 